So again, welcome everyone to the Three Joes and Mike podcast. It's been off for a while, so we decided to come back and start talking a little bit about COVID mm-hmm. and all the astronomically crazy things that have been coming back with that. So on this week's episode, like I said in the intro, we got my good friends here with obviously the original Joe. What's up, Joseph? What's up, Joey? So we're going to be talking about moving, buying property, uplifting your life and moving to somewhere else during the pandemic. We got Ryan and Mike, as I stated, and uh, I just want to give a little bit of background of what your adventures were for the past couple months. Yeah, Ryan here. Hi, everyone. Uh, yeah, um, really started looking more into buying a place in February this year. And I've been looking for about a year just online, and then started pulling more right before. Were you uh, were you scared? Uh, Not scared, but like, were you like kind of nervous, or you kind of see like, hey, like, kind of, kind of grounds that like no one has really been on buying for, like property or a house or whatever yeah. during these kind of times. Like, um, did that come in your mind? Like, am I making a mistake? Well, at the point of when I really started getting into it, I thought because mm-hmm. of COVID. Oh, easier. Yeah, like in people. comparison to the yeah. typical, like, Toronto market trying to find a place. True. So which is what helped me away from searching for mm-hmm. in 20 felt that it was the time to dive in. Yeah, which I was completely wrong. Yeah, by. so just to give it, to <laughs> really? give it, yeah, yeah, it was still hard, right? So to give everybody the, just the background, we're in Toronto here. Toronto obviously has the oddest market last, I would say, a good five, ten years, maybe you guys can testify, it's been uh, fire. Hard, hard, hard to get in. Probably have to take a leap. Kind of uh, expensive. Especially in the city. Yeah. I mean, I think outside of Toronto, it would be Montreal as a lot, like major city to get into that would have high Mike, what about your adventures here? Yeah, um, <clears throat> for the most part, it was it was quite easy to be honest with you. Wow. Uh, yeah, I had kind of a, a different experience, and um, yeah, I had a, a, a pretty seamless transition. So, well, what made it so easy? Um, I, I don't know. It was just everything kind of just clicked and fell into place. Um, wasn't even like we were really looking for anything. Um, just randomly one day you know on online and then you know had a couple of properties sent to us and literally within three days we were come on placing an offer yeah so wow that's quick yeah how many properties would you say you guys saw before they decided to pull the trigger and did you put any offers anywhere specific before you decided to buy this so the, the the place that we purchased was the third property that we saw um, and we had put, we were about to put an offer, right. um, on, on a certain home and they weren't accepting offers until the Monday, the Monday evening. And we went and saw the house that we purchased on the Monday during the day. Wow. We fell in love with it. And... Congratulations, yeah. man. That's big. Wow. So you That's saw crazy. it during that day and you, you took a leap to put an offer that night. Yeah. Oh man! When you know, you know. I guess, right? I guess. So, Ryan, what um, what made your experience like difficult as opposed to like 
Yeah, well, I mean, there's there's differences between buying and renting, right? Like, mm-hmm. I think with renting, um, you know, there's that financial preparation have for that a long time right? So I'm waiting for that opportunity, but really have a few more months that. But really the who so good because you know, you know just having that person knows how of the process goes transition to finding a place a good guy to be on your for sure Trying to buy a place by yourself, there's so much going on in that. But you would recommend builder. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Some people are pro, and some people are against. But there's so many. They are expensive. Yeah. And they could potentially be cheap depending on how you business. But but I I realtor is. Yeah, it's usually through referral. Yeah. Like so, that's number one thing is like don't. Like for me, um, you know, just having him, my uncle be in the real estate market in Toronto for the last few years. Okay, so, so he's very experienced. Yeah, knowing, yeah, and even renting too. Like I, I was, you know, considering that as an option as well. And um, so he gave me the, okay, what would you need in order to rent? We, you know, had to check the boxes first. Okay. And with you, might have to check the boxes. Yeah, well, absolutely. It is, like he it, his for <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it was, it was definitely, luck definitely had something to do with it. You know, I'm not going to sit so, here and just say that it was. like open houses and showing, how did that work? Was that crazy or what? Yeah, that was, um, that was something, something for me. Um, yeah. So my wife, my wife and I and our baby okay. went to go see the homes and um, we weren't able to go in together due to COVID. Mm, so okay. uh, one of us had to stay in the car with the kid while the other was inside with... You guys are from the same house. What's the problem? The baby wasn't allowed in the house. Ah. What do they got against babies? Jeez. Wow. Well, I guess babies aren't allowed the to buy homes. So, so they're saying that your baby couldn't buy the house no. if your baby wanted no. to buy a house? Baby okay. discrimination. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. I can't believe it. In the world that we live in now, there's discrimination? Stop. They don't know how much Toys R Us money your kid's been saving up. Birthday money is all that things. Thank God for grandma. Yeah, so that his his experience, you know, awkward, like where wouldn't allow baby to go in for us. They just had time slots. So in the past, pre-COVID, Everyone could walk into a, mm-hmm. you know, showing open in. house or showing, yeah. yeah, exactly. All at once. And now it's just like, you need a time slot and you have a certain amount of time. So, two, like, 
families can interact. There are maximum people that are allowed in the house. Not really. It was just myself. My so I. That's kind of, you know, his situation is different because he was first. Those are, you know, different, you know, in their own way. Completely different. What's selling? Ryan, you didn't sell, right? Mike? Yeah. How did how was the selling? Um, a little different. So what Ryan was saying, where there was time slots, we had uh, we had the same thing. So we weren't able to have an open house. So we had to have time slots for people to come, but there were time slots that overlapped. <clears throat> so um, the realtors would call us and be like, oh, someone wants to come see our house at 12 o'clock. Between 12 and 1. And we're like, okay, no problem, whatever. We had to be out of the house, obviously. We couldn't be there. Um, but we'd get a phone call 20 minutes later saying, someone wants to come see your house between 12 and 1. And we're like, okay, well, someone's already seeing our house between 12 and 1. And they're like, no problem. Okay. So you just said okay. Now, I don't know if they weren't allowed to be in at the same time, because that's what I heard, but we had multiple showings at the same time. So yeah, You can't really determine I mean, what the person's going to do, more or less up to your realtor as well. Exactly. Like, Here are the keys. And their realtor, right? Exactly. Them. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Were you nervous about like people bringing in some random stuff? Like, like COVID? They, like COVID, or even anything else for that matter. Yeah. Uh, Are you nervous about did that? You, did you light all the house? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Every single thing that could be touched. Like a bit of a clean freak. Light, light switches, doorknobs, railings, like everything. Countertops, everything. So, yeah. Um, it, was, it was actually funny. The first day that, that we, we did this, we were out for probably about five or six days when we were doing our, our showings. And the first day we, we had to go, we had to take the dog and everything like that. Yeah. I went into the house first, just obviously make sure that everybody was gone and everything like that. I mean, all the showings were done, but just to make sure. I go in the house, dog follows in behind me, and um, my dog starts barking, 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 like like there was some sort of like spirit in the house. And I was just like, holy shit, I, I, uh, let's get out of here. <laughs> I don't want to live in this house anymore. So, um Thank God I'm not. So <laughs> there's a Simpsons episode about like Marge being a realtor and then she's showing all these haunted houses and stuff. Really? That reminds me. Is that on a Halloween episode? It's crazy. I don't know, I'm not sure I remember. I have Simpsons fan. A, a little from showing on this wasn't from COVID, but like I think seven years ago when we sold our house. Uh, I remember the house was being shown. Somebody over to see it. And there's this family. I remember I was, how old was I? I was like seven, fifteen, fourteen. Okay. okay. Uh, I took a while to have that one. Yeah. Seven, seven, years, like ago, seven like, years ago. Seven. Okay. Yeah. You're like okay. Like those showings are a little weird. I was just. I remember I was playing video games. I didn't get no heads up. Nothing. Don't tell me anything. All the this little kid, walking through the little kid comes in yeah. the basement in the door. He had no zero like remorse. He yeah. just comes in down. Like, look over and I'm like, who the yeah? What are you doing here? Who are you? I remember yeah. that too. That was <laughs> a funny little story. Are you I sure thought. there was even a family there? Just a random. <laughs> He's like, oh, like three, like right. three stuff in the house. Okay. Was it a real kid though? That's that's what I'm seeing stuff. 
spirits. Oh my gosh. I don't think the spirits can carry COVID, can they? Try what I'm trying to the point I'm trying to get to is during COVID, do you feel like people make their house more prim and proper because there's my there? Yeah, so that's where my real estate agent um, you know, back there because okay. I told him what I wanted. So first I told him what features of the condo I wanted. Right. right? Then that narrowed down specific buildings and condos. Okay. Then I told him what area that I was looking for. We ended up picking a building that made sense. So, so like Mike... Steps, steps you, you took in order to find the perfect spot. Right. And so Mike, even though he found his degree, I saw 20. Right? So... Were um, you more picky, though? Well, that's the thing. When I first... I'm, Is it, I'm an easygoing guy. Like, sure when, I, when I first started looking for a condo, I was like, oh, I just need, like, a space, you know, a big guy. I just need a space to just, yeah. you know, have something for my own. I'll, it's so easy. You just need water, a fridge, a stove. Yeah. You know? Basic necessities. Yeah, washroom are good. Mail, yeah. Yeah, exactly. and, and... And then after a while, what Everything happened? changed. <laughs> I started like, looking at places. I'm like, why is this thing over there? Balcony, why please? is the washroom door hitting the... <laughs> you know, like, yeah. just weird things that you're just... And why is my head... Yeah, like... And why have I bumped my head, please? Yeah, okay. and so all these little things. So then all of a sudden, I was just like, I want this, I want that, I want this. And then all of a sudden, your expectations go up. Oh, way out, right? Yeah, but you then like once the expectations go up, price, price goes, goes up. up. True. So then, so my real estate, okay, and I'm like, because... Did he force you to go there, though, or is like, no, right, I, this is what it is. So, if you want what you want, you have to pay the price. Exactly. So okay. I, I told him, and I said, took me to And I was like, I don't like things. Yeah. They're horrendous. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, you know, and he's just like, okay, well, you know, can you go up on it? And I was like, oh, I, I'll just have to live with it. So let's do the math. Then we did the math. Okay, so he kind of convinced you a bit that it was logical to do Triple that. Typical realtor. Yeah, so he's just like, let's do the math. Let's <laughs> see exactly how much you can afford based on your salary and how much you need as living expenses. Mm-hmm. So what are your expenses? We did that, and then we just did the math on what it would cost for one uh, condo at a certain amount, 
and another condo, $50,000 more. House poor, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Got it. Which is very, very bad, bad news. Anyway. Yeah. So, so, did you factor, if I may, did you factor in any additional income or anything like that as you were doing those calculations, or was that just something you were blessed with? Well, um, it's just timing wise, it kind of worked out. Um, yeah. Because what happened was I was thinking of buying a condo uh. and then eventually just. You know, living in it for like three to five years, and then, you know, then I could get girlfriend, wife, kids, whatever, and all that stuff comes, and then I end up going into, uh, you know, a new home. So if I go into a new home, then what am I going to do with the condo? So I decided to flip it with my parents. Ah. So I move into the condo, so they're three to five years. And then when I'm done with the condo, I would get my parents to retire in it, and then I would Sorry. go into their home. Okay. So I would kind of like a swap. So I get a home for a bigger family that I need. My parents don't need that big house anymore. Retire, so all the house. I would have them living in the condo while during their retirement. They don't have any expenses on care of it. Their house is paid off. How much thinking to that? Like, did you do that, or was like doing your? It was. It was my real estate agent that was, you know, saying, "Hey, like, option that a lot of, you know, people are doing. Kids are because they in like culture that's primarily what, uh, you know, it's not really expected, but part of the culture. Like, I don't know, but Italians like take care of your parents. No, no, we have that too. Same thing, right? Like, take care of your parents. Our elders. Yeah, when they get. When they get older, um, you know, did, did your parents have any say of, like, you buying a home during COVID? Like, was it, um, did it make them more nervous that you were doing, that you are this gamble, kind of? Yeah, well, I don't have any siblings, so I got it all the time. Oh, okay, <laughs> so, so you're just used to it, right? Yeah, my, my, my mom, you know, she was so scared about it. Oh, good idea. You don't know what's going out there. Who knows if you're going to be able to get your job. You know, people are jobs all the, all the time. Yeah, that's Why would you do that? Parents. Yeah. parents are always like that. Even when you're trying to make the Like, yeah. oh, don't over-budget yourself. Oh, make sure you use caution. Especially during COVID. Like, yeah, but with, yeah, exactly. With COVID, if, if you're going to if you're gonna be in a position where you might not have a job in six months, is that something that you want to do? For sure. But that's something as young individuals, professionals, that we have to take account. Are we willing to take that risk? To get that discount, was there a discount when you guys bought a spot? Was there no so there was no the market was still the market. I don't think the the price of either of our places had anything to do with COVID. So this is what happened. So I started looking um, with my real estate agent. That, all right, like what can I buy? What's out there? Like I know there's deals. A lot of people are like trying to get rid of their homes. I'm gonna cash in. Oh yeah. That didn't, didn't happen. happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, um, I asked my real estate agent, I'm like, hey, how come all these prices are not lower than what I what thought they were going to be? Yeah. So basically, pre-COVID, Toronto market is really high. So there's lots of demand to get real estate. And 
obviously we have the most amount of cranes in Toronto any other city in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Been like that for a while. So I was under the impression that okay, the buyers aren't where yeah. all these places are available, yeah. people are gonna you know not try to look mm-hmm. for a place, I'm gonna cash in and get right. a, a sweet deal. Yeah, but nobody was gonna sell their place unless they had well, how did I get a place? Well, tell me. I don't know. Exactly. Don't you know. said nobody's going to sell their place. Unless they have to. Yeah. So did, did the seller of your place have to sell it? So the people that I bought on the right. bought their place in 2000, and then they stayed in there for 10 years, yeah. and then they rented it for a year, and then they sold it. Okay. So would you say that COVID made them sell it? They bought or, they or... bought a place. They bought a place in Georgia. So okay. they had now two like two so because they had two homes they were under pressure. So they had to sell it by me. To my my past point. But I don't think it was because of COVID. I think no, I think they were going to do it regardless. People don't no, I sell, agree, but what people I'm... don't just sell places down the street, right? They have to sell it for a reason. Right. My point is that during COVID, let's say someone planning to like liquidate their stuff and buy something different. They weren't going to do it during COVID. They're going to stay in their place where they have, wait out the storm, and decide what to do after. But it, it, it's kind of like a, a, a cycle, right? Like, I mean, one person could start off the whole thing by buying a house or a condo or something like that that's vacant. Right. Because they have a little bit of a. I guess you can consider it a buyer buyer's market, right? And I then I, I personally don't think it was a buyer's market at any point. Right, but what I'm saying is, if that one person purchased a a vacant home, yeah. now they have to sell. Yeah, well, and, and that's and now if I don't buyers, right? Because if they're first time home buyers, then they have not selling anything, just moving into something. Right, I I understand, but okay. what I'm saying is, like. You don't have to sell. You don't have to sell. But if someone's purchasing a house, then you have to sell what you have already, right? So, like, you have something to sell. Right. You're a first time home buyer. You're looking for properties that people are trying to sell, right? The people that are trying to sell during COVID are selling because they have to sell. They, They are building a new house and they need to sell in order to fund the new property. They bought another house, and unfortunately, COVID hit in March, closed in April on their other property, and have to unload their other property, right? Right. Like, whatever the case may be, they're looking to unload their thing as fast as possible in order to fund their next endeavor. The problem lies for me is, okay, did COVID actually give a discount? So did somebody take that property and was nervous, like, oh, shit, oh, shit, oh, shit, COVID is going to lower my property by 10%. I personally, I don't think was i don't think at all i think it was the same thing was instead of 14 offers people were getting three offers and they were still thinking it was an issue hello back in the day in our parents generation their houses would be on the market for two months and then they would get an offer below asking the market is still in toronto's hot i think it's so simple you can talk about economics find demand all day for me it's very simple people want to live here yeah but people all over the world all over Ontario and all over Canada, wherever the hell it is, when they come to Canada, where do they think to go? 
Vancouver, Toronto, Montreal. Mm-hmm. The biggest three markets. Buffalo. Go Buffalo. Hey. <laughs> listen, here's a bold prediction. Buffalo Bills are... You're wearing a Miami Dolphins t-shirt. I know. Why would you see that? <laughs> We're exposing people. In this okay, podcast. okay. I have a Buffalo Bills fan, though. Um, so, I, actually, I think his cousin bought me. My cousin, the other Joe, who backed out, actually bought me the shirt. Hmm. So, what I'm asking you guys is, did... Well, how about this? How about did this? COVID... Wait, can I finish my thought? Did COVID give any benefit to buyers? What do you guys know? The Ryan, my question. Yeah, it's because I don't have experience. For I've us, been. I haven't moved in, like, a while, and my co-host was home all the respect. So listen, I'm a little young. Hold on, I'm not a bum. I'm just a little young to be joining uh, yeah. I came in a. I came in a like. I'm not gonna expose I you. Came, like I you came in a, me, right? I, I came in a tank top and flip flops because I was like, you know what? Put the fuck out. Okay. Let's do it. Get raunchy. Let's go. So what do you think? Do you? Let's get down to the nitty gritty. <laughs> Come on, we're getting too many facts. Ask the question yeah. again. The question is: Was there any benefit? Let me, I'm paraphrasing again. Was there any benefit to buyers from either price or closing or whatever the case may be? Any benefit to buyers because of closing? I think the only benefit that could possibly be yes. a, a benefit would be the fact that there might not be as many people okay. looking at the same property. But how many offers were on your house? That uh, you sold. On the house, the house that I sold, yes. I had 20 offers. I had over 200 people come in and see in my house wow. in five days. For buying cold? So what? The, the house that I went to, to yeah. the house that I purchased, right. I was the only offer. It was oh, up. Wow. It was up for three days and I purchased. So probably that buyer was like, you know what? If I make, you don't have to tell us the price. Did you ask him? No. Over? Below. Wow. Wow. He was the only offer, though. I was below and only offered. Wow. Wow. Okay, so you know what that... Maybe that uh, state's up in I, What we sold, again, I had over 200 people come to see my house. I sold, yeah. I sold over asking, 20 grand over asking. Okay, so I'm a little bit confused here. What's... So... Go ahead, Ryan. Let me go to the point earlier. Yeah. yeah. So when I first started, are you answering the question? Yes. Is there any benefit to buyers? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So when I first got into the market, I thought it was going to be easy, but my real estate agent explained that there were there's always more buyers than there are. Toronto. Okay. Guaranteed. All right. Find so when COVID, everything just dropped. It was a pause. So it's just there's still more buyers. Just at a lower level. Okay. Okay. I, so it's like a pot. Like everyone's kind of like waiting to see what happens. Like when the what all these questions start up. Why am I looking for a home at questions that are unanswered or questions that I don't even know are where do I get math? Like what were you what were you thinking in March where you're gonna get masks from? And now Early everyone around. has to wear a mask. Yeah, right. So, are, uh, it's mandatory here in Toronto. So when it, oh, it forced was what? So like did it make it easier to buy a place? I made two offers. And I got the place in two offers. 
right? And there was only Wait, one other person. two offers on the same property. Okay, so you guys had a little bit of a negotiation. Yeah. Now it's, now it's all big for final offers. That's the thing. Like, maybe there's a bit more than Toronto, yeah. right? So I'm in Richmond Hill, right? Yeah. I bought in Richmond Hill, so a little different Just story the there. City, yes. So, okay, so, so that touches upon like the where part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. Also where you're to get. So I had well, a budget, and then I went. I had a budget, and I was like, what can I get in Scarborough? What mm-hmm. can I get in Markham? What yeah. can I get in Richmond Hill? What can I get in Vaughan? Hey, come on, you found what you needed in Richmond Hill out of all those. Yeah, I went to 20 places. Yeah, I know, but all of those areas. I would think your dollar well, stretched further in Scarborough Richmond, or, or in I have Richmond Hill stretched the furthest? When when I have you guys. It's here? Actually, it was Long? Thousand square feet. Thousand square feet. And it had checked, like, you check off the boxes. Check the box. All the boxes got checked off. And, um, under asking. In my budget, right? That's amazing. Wow. So here's my other question. Okay, so, so Richmond Hill. Where? So where? Where? Are we going to go down that list? Okay. So here, here's my other question. So now we discussed the buyer's aspect. Now let's discuss the sellers. So Mark, Mike, true seller right now, but we can all have our opinion. Did it affect the seller? Did COVID affect the sellers or benefit the seller in any way? We still had a crazy amount of offers, 20 offers. I know in my other house, uh, the one I moved here, I had 13 offers. Mm-hmm. And it was harassed as well. Was there a benefit to being a seller? I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if there was benefit because I've never done it prior to that, right? Okay. So I don't know. Um, what I do know that is right before... Sure. When we were selling, yeah. Just in like another week or two, the mortgage rates and mortgage approval rules all changed. Yeah. So everybody was getting approved for mortgages and right and now. they were stupid low stupid and now they're not anymore. So. No, they still are. No, it was like July third or something like that that they. Well, I know. I heard you can get a variable for one record low. Okay, <laughs> I don't. I I don't know. Yeah, Again, sure. okay. what I heard was, okay, okay. you know, in a week, mortgage approvals are gonna be a lo- yeah. little bit more strict, and um, you know, variables. I don't. I don't know if that is, you know, what I'm talking. What I'm talking about is is the approval is gonna be strict. The process or the yes. Got it. There was so much paperwork for, for my. Like, she asked for six to okay. see if I could keep a job, and then she kept asking my letter uh, of employment. I gave four letters. Wow. Why? From the time I started to make sure that, that I still had the job, that I was oh. getting a place because yeah. I lost. Oh, okay. And then wanted payments and everything to make sure I still had a job. Legit money coming in. All those things are based on cash flow, anyways. It's all cash flow quadrants. Do you guys have any uh, 
wrapping up. But uh, you guys have any final thoughts or thoughts of buying a property during there any other points you want to touch on before we wrap it up here? Yeah, like I, I brought my class down by adding a loop. Okay. Right? So um, I'm Would you advise someone to do that? It depends, right? Like okay. I and strangers live with them, but I've this guy for school and, and um, you know, I know he has he has a, he has a job, he's yeah. able to pay his uh, rent. Um, he cooks, he cleans. Um, so he's not a dead. So easy, easy person. And he's a little bit quiet than me. I'm a little bit more, you know, extrovert. extrovert. He's an extrovert. So we balance each other out. Yeah. So I'd say, hey, if you're going to get a renter, you know, make sure they check off all the boxes. Wow. So I, I brought my cost down significantly by helping him. So I'm helping him because he needed a place to rent. And he had to leave his place July 31st. And I had to move in. Um, in uh like why did he have to leave though was that covid related no his lease was up he was month to month anyways uh he was with a roommate and i was just asking because like um like when renters can't well like they they, their jobs are are stopped because of covid yeah their students and stuff that are relying on part-time jobs to you know just hand me their their, uh, apartments whatever they're renting and the landlord says, can't this, or, you know, I'm yeah. sorry, but you have to leave. I feel like there's a lot of those cases, too, and in, in that, in that sense, a year and a half, you're not fine, you're going to be a buyer, because you need somewhere to stay. Can't just, oh, great, that's a great like, point, actually, great point. Yeah, so I was just trying to, trying to touch on that, because that could also be a, a big topic. Apparently, rent's gone down drastically. Mm-hmm. Some places close to 400 dollars on average 120. That's true. Facts. Facts. Oh, okay. It was according to NARS. Oh. So, but it was based off the tax. I don't know about that. But it was back you know, by the tax. So, I don't sure. know. Well, you know, because I'm not an agent. Okay. I'm a construction worker, so I don't really so Mike, what do you uh, what do you think? Any final thoughts on on the process? No, I mean, anything? <clears throat> change anything? No, not at all. Not at all. I'm glad with everything. Absolutely I pleased, yeah, and I, it sounds. Like it sounds <laughs> He's set. I know. Like I got a good house. Yeah. Leslie yeah. has a pool. Yeah. Yeah. Come on out, guys. Play. We got a pool, hot tub. Wow. We're gonna film our next episode. Not so long. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Film. Well, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Record. <laughs> Absolutely, though. Plenty of room. Come on by. Record as many episodes as we can there. So when, when are you going to buy your place, Joe? Me? I have a couple part-time jobs. I'm 22, right? Well, according to Joey over here, you can get a place for 400 bucks. Oh, rent it. discount. Oh. I know, that kind of got me so much. I don't know, we'll have to... You're gonna have to you're gonna have to play that back. I think you said as low as four hundred and fifty dollars for rent. Discount was as low as four hundred dollars. 
as high as four hundred and fifty dollars. You did say low as There's there's lots of lots of confusion right now. And I'm gonna go try and find a place for four hundred and fifty dollars now. I don't want to do that. I want to rent a whole place. You said that I could rent a whole place for as low as four hundred and fifty dollars in Toronto. Downtown Toronto or is it uptown? Okay, I'll just that's fine. I'll go to Richmond Hill. I would actually, you know what? Some Be close to Ryan. No disrespect to the government houses around, but uh, probably have government housing. Brimley and Lawrence. There's nothing wrong with Brimley. Hey, I live there. You know that's why he said it. Mark and Lawrence. Never mind. Oh yeah, even worse. Mark and Lawrence. For a long time. <laughs> All right, well, after getting chirped a little bit here, I guess we're going <laughs> to wrap up this podcast. Uh, my mistake. And um, check out Nar City and Feb to, to find out those legitimate facts. Having said that, though, we appreciate everybody listening to the Three Joes and Mike podcast. And uh, COVID's still around, so figure it out. Got to buy a place. Can be done. Not going to drop that at Dr. Seuss right now, so it can be done. Figure it out. Be a little more difficult. Mask, but it can't be done. If you like what you heard on this episode, remember to hit us up. That's at Three Joes. What is it? Uh, at the Three Joes. Oh, sorry, I didn't get that. What was it? At the Three Joes. Got that. That's at Three Joes.